You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we're going to talk about everything recruiting. You know, one of the most common questions I get is what do coaches look for in an athlete and how do I actually go about this recruiting process? Well, we're going to answer all your questions in this episode. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after 11 years coaching competitive volleyball and as a head coach of a college team, I've become obsessed with helping athletes and coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to train efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I've created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 11 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. But before we start, I do want to let you know that doors are officially open for Digital Volleyball Academy. This is going to be the last time in 2020 that I open doors to my online membership where Everyone has been seeing a ton of results, um, and I can't wait to welcome my new members this week. So if you don't know what Digital Volleyball Academy is, it's my signature membership. It's a place where you can come in and you can get step-by-step tutorials on all the skills and positions in our game through a systematic step-by-step approach. You can also have access to a community. Um, our DVA members in that community are one of the best, or they're like the best members in the world for volleyball. They're fantastic. As well, you know, you have myself and our coaches in that community, and we're pretty active, and that's where you go to get help when you have any questions. Um, can you imagine, you know, if you ever have a question in volleyball, you go right to the community, and you get instant answers. Um, and then another great thing is you have access to me as a coach. Twice a month, I go on coaching calls where I, I'm live coaching you um, just to make sure that, you know, you get results faster, and I can help you in, in any way I can. So doors are only open for four days. So Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, we're closing doors for the last time in 2020. So if you're ready to invest in yourself and really get clarity in your training, learn the most efficient methods of training in this game, and whether you're a coach or a player, um, this is the membership for you. Um, all the members in here have been seeing so so good results, uh, and I've been getting such a great great amount of feedback. And they're just really great people. And I want you to join this community because you know through this community, through the membership, um, through the trainings, uh, you're just going to fast track your learning, and you'll be able to get better faster. It's that simple. So if you're ready to take that next step, um, head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com um, and get registered. Doors close Thursday at 10 p.m. All right, now let's get back to this episode. Today, we have another good one for you today. Uh, no interview today. Uh, you got just me, and we're going to talk everything recruiting. Um, so if you're a new listener, uh, welcome, and thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're a regular listener, uh, we got another great episode for you. So if you're an athlete, um, you'll find this valuable because you're going to get to see you know, what I look for and, and what I recommend you do as an athlete to get recruited by a top university or college. And if you're a coach, um, this is also good for you to, to, to know as well because maybe you would implement some of these practices in your recruiting process or you'll be able to help your athletes and guide them you know, along the right way to get recruited. 
All right. Now, most of the things I'm going to talk about um, from what I know and the people that I'm surrounded by all have kind of similar um, attributes in terms of recruiting. Like they do, they all do the same thing. So you're not going to find too much of a difference. But I mean, every coach is obviously different. So um, you want to make sure that, uh, you know, they'll they'll kind of tell you what they want. But um, this is going to give you a good foundation uh, to start with, at least. All right. Uh, hey, do me a favor. If you haven't rate, rated or reviewed the podcast yet, I really appreciate it. You know, like, let me know how you feel about it. Let me know what you think. Like, um, I'm always reading the reviews and, and seeing, you know, what people want. Um, at the end of the day, like, I'm I'm creating this podcast for you guys. Uh, so I'd, re- I'd like to cater episodes, you know, around what you guys want. Um, case in point, I think the last three episodes were interviews with, you know, John Spra, the, you know, U.S. men's national team coach and the head coach at UCLA. Then I brought on one of the best setters I know, pro setter Micah Maha. And then I know a lot of people wanted to talk about the mental game. And we got uh, Tharshika on talking all mental skills training um, for volleyball athletes. So uh, I do listen. I do listen to what you want, and I try to bring on the best of the best that I know of to make sure that we get that done. So let me know. Again, always don't hesitate to reach out. Um, my Instagram as well, Brian Singh underscore Coach B. You can find me on Instagram. Um, just send me a DM and let me know what your thoughts are, and I'd love to make sure that we deliver that kind of, um, you know, that kind of material that that you want. All right. So let's get into some recruiting. Uh, this is a tough one, you know, uh, for athletes. I, I get it. it's really. It's a nervous time. You want to make sure you put yourself in the best position to get into a top college or university, and um, and sometimes you don't know where to start. And there are a lot of recruiting agencies out there too that you can look at. But I'll tell you, I'll give you a little bit of a good foundation to start with. All right. So the first thing you should do is I would say 17U, so grade 11, is a good age to start reaching out to college and university um, coaches. Um, 16U, I mean, you can. It, it is a bit early. You can. Um, some coaches are recruiting three years out because you know they want to know wh- what it's going to look like in a three-year term. So I, I get that some coaches do do that. Uh, but you know, 17U is a good is a good. I would say that's good. You don't want to wait till 18U to re- to start sending out um, emails. Okay. Uh, and the reason for that is because by 18U, a lot of coaches have already had discussions with players that are um, in your in your class a year prior, right? By at 17U, so they kind of have an idea of who they want and and where they're going to fit on the team. Because you got to remember, college coaches know that. Well, I have this player for four years. I have this player for three years. I have this player for two years, or whatever the case is. So most players they have for four to five years, and they will then make judgment calls and try to recruit based on what their needs are going to be in the future. So if you're um, emailing a coach or reaching out to a coach the year you're going to graduate, they probably already have players on their radar that they've been talking to, and you don't want to get caught behind. All right, so 17U is a good, solid age to start. Now, so what do you do? Well, it's really easy to find coaches' email. I mean, you can go to any any university um, website, look at their athletics, and you can get a coach's email address. So you want to send them an email. It's very simple. Um, in the subject, really be clear in your subject line. So um, you want to say, uh, you know, uh, you can put your you can put um, 17U or a class of 2020 volleyball athlete uh, recruit. Like just make sure you have recruit information in there, um, and whatever information you have in the subject, as long as you you make it clear it's a recruit. 
you I, I would put my class too, like class of whatever so they have an idea and that way they'll you know they'll be sure to open the email all right and here's some guidelines when you're sending an email okay, obviously you want to make sure your english and grammar is right so even if you want to have someone proofread it um, it may be worth the while because this is like your formal introduction to a coach you don't want to mess it up all right if you have a lot of mistakes they may think that well if this person is not taking the time to you know double check their work or their 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 letter sorry their their writing well then that's not the sign of a of an athlete who's going to take care of their craft on the court you know what i'm saying so you got to make sure that it's it's written well and proper and stuff like that so really simple let's 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 pretend that you're emailing me okay so coach b so i would say you know hi coach b um my name is blank so whatever your name is so let's say you're miranda so my name is miranda and i'm currently a 17u athlete playing on wherever i'm an outside hitter um and you want to give a little bit of information about yourself so i always recommend athletes when they're emailing coaches give them some uh some like some information like what's your height um what's your vertical jump what's your uh, what's your reach like what's your spike touch um, like little things like that can help the coach uh, understand kind of a little bit about yourself and get them interested as well. And right? if you're giving them this information, that's great because um, they'll know more about you. And chances are not all, not all other athletes are doing this. So you want to make sure that you give them a little bit of information about yourself. So, you know, I, I'm, an, I'm, I'm a 6'2 outside hitter um, with a 40 inch vertical and a spike touch of 11. I'm just throwing out numbers in there, 11 feet. And that way, that's a good, solid introduction. Then you also want to make sure you thank them for the opportunity um, to send you an email. Um, because believe it or not, that goes a long way. So you know, so uh, you, you want to say in your email, you know, thank you for the opportunity for um, allowing me to email you and discuss the possibility of you know potentially joining your team. Right? Something simple like that. Um, it gives it, it shows that you're interested. It shows that. Uh, you know, you're you're considering this. Also, add in you know what you what you're interested in studying. You know, say I, I'm interested in in going to University of Toronto to study um, kinesiology uh, in you know in 2020 or whatever the case is. And that way, they'll know how long your program is, what kind of program, and you know, kind of a little bit about what you're interested in. So all of these things about yourself are really key. Right? You want to make sure you 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 do that. So introduce yourself. Give them, give them a little bit about yourself. Tell them, tell them what you're, um, what you're interested in pursuing education-wise, and then you can talk about volleyball. So you've been playing for two years, three years. Like talk about your experience as a player. Um, you know any any accolades you want to mention. You can you can talk about them there. Um, those are things that that's when you start talking more volleyball specific, not athletic specific, but volleyball specific really simple now this email should not be a super long email like you want a couple sentences for each point like really simple all right um also here's an, a nice little trick you can do as well is when you're emailing the coach you know find out about their season beforehand so say if you know they have upcoming game against another school you know all mentioned in the email oh um and i wish you the best of luck in your upcoming game against so and so or if you know that they had a game last night like congratulations on the win last night or whatever the case is and stuff like that so that you already are showing interest that you're following along with the team like it, it and in, in the coach's mind it's like oh wow this person knows you know what's going on in our season like they're they're really serious about um you know joining our team potentially in the fall so things like that are huge um, just to you know get get the coach's mind right. Okay, uh, you also want to make sure you mention the email um, 
invite them to a tournament or a game like you know you say i um just if you're interested uh we're playing a, a tournament at here I, i'd love to you know to have you out and so you can get a chance to see me play uh and what, what might happen is if a coach can't see you play sometimes they'll probably invite you to a practice or something like that so there's many different ways you can that, that can happen but the fact that you're showing interest by inviting them out to a game or a tournament that is huge because that will show that you know you're 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 serious and you really want to get to let the coach see what you can do right live like that's really good that's why it's always great to start off at 17u as well because you know they get a chance to make the time to come and see you play all right now the most important part of the email is going to be a link to film all right you you must include film in the email because you got to remember a lot of players are emailing coaches and they want to see you play period so send a quick two to three minute video doesn't have to be long of yourself playing now don't send like there's different like here's the thing i want you to when you send video let's say you're a left side okay when you send a video, don't don't necessarily think that sending videos if you bouncing the ball or doing crazy things is going to look good. When coaches look at film, they are looking at the fundamentals. They're looking at the technique. They're looking at the decision making. They're looking at how you're interacting with your teammates. Right? They're looking at a lot of other things. So make sure that uh, and more importantly, they're looking at the fundamentals and skills. The other stuff I mentioned is a bonus, but they're looking at the fundamentals and skills. So as a left side, you're going to show clips of you passing. You don't have to do execute the whole play. Like don't execute the, the serve, pass, set, kill, everything. Just like focus on, okay, here's five of me passing. Then you can do hitting. And then you can maybe at the end of that 30 to 45 seconds at the end, you can do gameplay, like pass, hit, pass, set, swing, etc. You can throw in a little gameplay. But you want to make sure that as a left side, the skills for a left side player are they have to be able to pass effectively, they have to be able to hit effectively, and they have to be able to serve effectively. Those are three big things that you have to do. That's what, so that's what I would focus on. If you want to throw in a couple blocks, sure, but blocking is not going to get you recruited. Passing and serving is going to get you recruited in addition to your hitting. Right, those are the key ones. But again, of course, blocking is blocking is great. So you you could you know put a couple clips of you blocking, but don't make that the focus. All right, and then that's it, and you send it off to them. And what they're gonna look for is they're gonna look for the fundamentals and technique. That is one hundred percent what they're gonna look for. So make sure you include that um, in your film. Um, the mistake I see a lot of athletes make is sending them a whole like a whole tournament or a whole game. Like the coach does not have time to look through an entire game. It's just not going to happen. So you need to make sure you send them just the clips that you're involved in and and make sure you organize it where it's just here's all my passing clips, here's all my hitting clips, my serving clips, and then put it into one video. So it's nice and it flows really well and easy. Okay, so that's what I would 100% say you should do, all right? And then after that email, you send off the film, you're good to go. If you don't hear back from them within a, uh, you know, give them a couple days, give them like three days, two to three days, then follow up. Because a lot, you know, coaches are so busy sometimes, right? They could be on the road, they could be at other games and they just, they see it come through and, they, and they're gonna get back to it later, but they unfortunately they forget or think, things happen. So if they don't, you don't hear back, 
send them an email saying, hey, coach, you know, um, just following up. I know I don't get like I know you're extremely busy. Um, and, you know, whenever you get a chance, just uh, uh, you can do whenever you get a chance, feel free to reply. But if just, you know, just follow up to, to let you know that I'm still interested. Something simple, right? You could you could word it differently. But a follow up email is, is great because it shows that you're still interested. Right? These are the little things that matter. OK, because remember, if you are even on the fence with another player, like if you and another player are on the fence for a spot, like the coach is going to go with the player who genuinely wants it more and they they felt more of a connection with. And these are the, th the things you're doing right now, believe it or not, is forming a connection with the coach. So you want to make sure you do that. Okay. Um, another thing I'm going to tell you is, and this goes back to the film, really, 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 you got to focus on your fundamentals and technique. I, I can't stress enough. Like as a, as a college coach, we want to make sure that when players come in our gym, they have the fundamentals and techniques already. I mean, at the end of the day, coaches are going to still train and you're still going to go through the fundamentals. But I would rather work with a player who already knows how to create a platform effectively, who already knows how to manage their angles, who already knows how to you know, have proper stance, move their feet, stuff like that, like where I don't have to teach them. I can then take that skill and take it a step further Right, but at least I know they have a solid foundation, and that's huge. So you want to make sure, like as a player, when you're training, like you're dialing into the fundamentals because that's what's important. Okay, and then the other aspect of it, like if you don't have strong fundamentals or skills, you they're not strong, then you better be a really good athlete. Like you better have a really high vertical, um, a really high spike touch, etc. Because that that can I'm not saying it compensates for it, but what it does is it gives you um, a little bit of a of an advantage in having that because like I'll tell you one thing we we took a, a middle on our team this year who technically wasn't there but he was a really really great athlete he touched 11.5 I think and we and on top of being a really great athlete um, his character was phenomenal which I'm going to talk about next and that was really important to us and I think that and and in one year of working with us the progression was amazing like we can't wait to see what he's going to be in year two so uh, being an athlete can definitely help you. Um, it may not guarantee, I'm not saying it's going to guarantee you a spot, but it will help if your fundamentals and skills aren't there. So it's something that you should definitely focus on. And if you have all of them, you have the fundamental skills and you have the athleticism, then you got the whole package and you should definitely be able to find yourself on a varsity roster. All right. Um, so let me, let me transition a little bit. I, I kind of talked about it just now, but character. Now, this one, I've talked about it on a few episodes on the pod before, but character, I can't stress enough how important character is because you like think about it this way. A coach has, you know, 12 to 17 players on a roster. Some coaches, some some coaches have 20 players on a roster and they want to make sure that someone entering their gym has the right is the right fit. Is, is is the right person for their culture. And this is where the character bit comes in because it only takes one player, one poison in the locker room and the team chemistry, the team morale, everything changes and it's a bad, bad experience. You don't want that. Uh, I've un I've unfortunately you know, been in situations where we've had that and I can tell you from experience and I'm sure many coaches listening to this can relate to this. It just takes that one player to really hurt your team dynamic and you don't want that. So, coaches are looking for character and it's it's probably it's more important than fundamentals and technique to be honest because 
you can have fundamentals and technique and have bad character and you don't make the team. But you could have great character and a little bit less better in terms of fundamentals and technique and potentially make a team. So character is a deal breaker for many coaches, including myself. So when I talk about character, you know, I want to make sure we have players that are not playing for themselves, like they're playing for their teammates. I want to make sure I have players that are wholeheartedly like they're coachable. They listen, right? They, they take responsibility. They show up on time. You know, they're not, they're not troublemakers. They're not doing all these things that are going to cause trouble for our team and put us in a bad position. I want to make sure I have players who are hungry. They want to learn. They want to get better. They, they're putting in the work. Okay, I want to make sure that we have dedicated athletes and athletes that are family-orientated, cultured athletes, people that uh, will be able to help our team and not just on the court but off the court as well. So just good, good people. Okay, if you are selfish, unfortunately, we don't have a spot for you. If you're a type of player who criticizes other players, who's not a team player, who gets frustrated and takes it out on their teammates on the court, unfortunately, you would not have a spot on our team. And coaches look for that. Like when coaches are looking at players on the court, they absolutely are looking at fundamentals and technique, but they're also looking at the way that players interact with their teammates. That's huge because if you are not interacting with your with your teammates in a positive way then what makes a coach think you're going to interact with their teammates on a positive level it's just you're right it's just not it just makes sense so make sure that if that you're a selfless individual and you care about your teammates more than yourself um and that that alone will take you a long way and you know i and the worst thing too is and you know certain certain levels have this where athletes quit during the season for whatever reason we want to make sure that we have athletes that are committed right commitment is huge one thing i do all the time is i, t I try to talk to um you know other like their coaches so if i'm looking at a recruit I'm, I'm, i might have a conversation with our coach and find out you know does this player is this player late for practice all the time do they show up late for tournaments like how how like, not only is punctuality important but how do they interact with their teammates Things like that. Like I'm gonna have that conversation with the coach so I can understand the type of player that I'm gonna get, and and it's huge. So I can't I can't say enough about character because I think that you, it's it you need to have it. So if you're selfish, I'm sorry, my friend, but unfortunately you're gonna have a tough time making a, a varsity team. I guarantee you that. All right. Um, so let's move on. So we talked about film. We talked about the email that you're going to send coaches. Uh, we talked about inviting to a tournament, fundamentals, character. Okay. Um, one of the last things we'll talk about is social media. Listen, everybody has social media nowadays. you got to be very careful with your social media. If you are trying to get recruited by a big, type, a big top college, university, etc., and you got, you know, on your Instagram page, you just drinking and acting up and being all crazy. Oh, it's not a good look for you. Because trust me, coaches look at that. The coaches will look at social media and see what you're doing. And if you're posting things that are, are, are a bad look for, for the team, then that's a problem. Right. So on our like on our on our varsity team, we, we have a manual. So we have a handbook we give our players and social media is a big part of it. Like you have to conduct yourself in a way where because because you got to remember, you don't just represent yourself anymore. You represent the college. And that is huge because if you go out there and you're acting stupid and you're causing trouble, um, then 
you that's a reflection of the college because some people are like oh that's you know that's seneca's athlete oh look what look what he's doing well that's a problem because now seneca looks bad your university looks bad and we want to make sure that doesn't happen so be very careful with your social media don't put anything out there that a coach can find that will make you look like you're not you know you're not a, the right fit for you know a varsity team um, and that can hurt you and i've seen it hurt athletes i've seen it hurt the athletes so don't be that one okay again you you're um you know i have we have this pyramid in our gym so the and it's a pyramid of of priority so the first thing that is a priority for you is your family the second thing is education the third thing is you know religion or whatever spiritual belief that you have and then the fourth thing is volleyball that is your hierarchy so notice like fun friends you know going out all stuff didn't fall in the top four and coaches are going to look at that like do you care more about partying and you know being you know foolish versus uh how serious you are as an athlete now i'm not saying don't party and have fun like don't get me wrong you have to enjoy your life just make sure when you're posting on social media it's not going to make you have a bad look that's all i'm trying to say okay and when you get to a, car, a varsity team, there's rules and stuff around that as well. So you got to make sure that you're that you're conducting yourself appropriately, okay? Because you get you you represent the coach, you represent your teammates, you represent the school. It's a whole other ball game. Yeah, the, the it's a it's a thing. It's something that athletes don't think about, but you got to think about it. All right. So I'm gonna finish off with that. Um, that this is a, a pretty good. Uh, I, I think I, I the tools that you you heard today will help you. Um, it'll get you set up on the right path. So if you are an athlete who's looking to get recruited, start the process early. So 17U, start the process early. Go reach out, create your highlight video, uh, make sure the right things are in there. Make sure your email is, is proper, okay? Make some proofread it, let someone proofread it if you're, if you're nervous about it. Uh, mention the things that I talked about earlier and um, I think you'll be fine, okay? As always, thank you so much for listening. Please do me a favor, rate and review and subscribe, subscribe because you get up to date notices when I, I, you know, I drop new episodes. Because last week I dropped two new episodes instead of just one. So you know, sometimes I might drop a bonus episode for you. So you want, you always want to be aware of that. All right. So rate, review, subscribe. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast. And before you go, just one final reminder: Digital Volleyball Academy is open for the next four days. Um, if you really are truly serious about improving getting better faster, getting clarity in your training and seeing progress. This is the membership for you. It's uh, something I put my heart and soul into. It's something that took me a long time to create and it's literally all my experience in one place for you to access. Um, in addition to that, I mean, we have other coaches in there as well and I bring experiences from all over the world. So I'm excited to see you inside the membership. Um, I really can't wait to work with you. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Okay, so get registered and I'll see you inside DVA. Take care, everyone. All right, cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.